Well, my Uncle Tom went off on his honeymoon, Abbott. He got married again, you know. Mm, good for him. Yes, he got married, divorced, and remarried all in one day. He did? Yep. Hit, hit, and split all in 24 hours. <laughs> well, is Uncle Tom, uh, is he happy with his new bride, Lou? No, he spent a couple hundred dollars on a wedding, and after the ceremony, she took off her false eyelashes, her false hair, her false teeth, and her false lace. And he spent a hundred dollars for the wedding? Yep. He wound up with $99 worth of parts and $1 worth of girls. <laughs> Mind your Uncle Tom. Why don't you settle down, Lou, and get married? Oh, I want to marry Esther Williams, but she won't marry me until I become a swimmer. How do you know? Well, every time I ask her to marry me, she says to me, go jump in a lake. <laughs> I'm so mad, I'm going I'm to take some wrapping paper and go over to Nancy's dress shop. You're going to take some wrapping paper over to Nancy's dress shop? I'm sick of these pies, and they make such pretty bows over there. Michelle, <laughs> I think I'm safe in saying you are uh, 50% idiot. Abbott. Why be happy? Oh, get him out of here. Oh, I cut that out, Costello. Put down that carrot. Yeah, I didn't eat carrots in the studio. The doctor told me to eat carrots for my eyes. My eyes have been bothering me, and I've been eating carrots for breakfast, carrots for lunch, and carrots for dinner. Now I can see swell in the dark. From eating carrots? No, I bought myself a flashlight. <laughs> hey, look, I understand that your club gave you a party for you last night. Yes, all the fellows were there. At 12 o'clock, they bought a great big cake, seven feet high. I cut it open, and six girls in bathing suits jumped out and hugged me and kissed me. Hmm, must have been wonderful. Well, I don't know. I tasted better cake. I... <laughs> oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Which one of you gentlemen is Lou Costello? I'm Lou Costello. Are you the Lou Costello that lives at 4491 Long Ridge Avenue? Yes, I am. Well, thank goodness I found you in time. What's the idea of ripping my shirt? Well, I'm from the van to laundry, and we forgot to tear that this morning. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, that was Abbott's nephew, folks. He's starting to be a doctor, but by being on this program, he is saving lots of lives. What do you mean? Well, he could be practicing medicine. Now, you lay off, Norman. He's a very talented boy. He's also a great singer. Yes, but he sings in all the backyards in my neighborhood. People throw money at him. The other night, he was out in the yard singing, and two guys tried to take the money away from him. Why, why didn't he yell for help? He did. Everybody thought that he was singing an encore. Will you talk sense? Norman is a great singer. He studies opera. He spent the last 15 years on folk. Norman spent 15 years on Faust? Mm-hmm. And why have you been lying to me, Abbott? What do you mean lying to you? For the last 15 years, you've been telling me that who is on Faust and what is on Faust? No, no. (laughs) 
Now, don't be silly. You don't know the first thing about music. You don't even know how many how many kinds of notes there are. Oh, yes, I do. All right. Name the different notes. Well, there's walnuts, keynotes, coconuts, cashew notes. <laughs> I'm talking about musical notes. For instance, how many notes do you find in a bar? How many notes do I find in a bar? That's right. <laughs> My mother won't let me go into those places. Look, <laughs> a bar is a measure of music, and every bar gives you a full measure. What? Every bar gives you a full measure. Not in Abbott's backstage bar, they don't. <laughs> that is the home of short fears. No, no, never, never mind that, Costello. In order to be a singer, you must be able to read notes. Uh, Matty Melly, uh, please, will you hand me a sheet of music? Thanks. Now, Costello, tell me. Get in here and you're not. All right, all right. <laughs> Think what soaps and radio? <laughs> All right, Manny Margaret. Hand me a sheet of music. Now, it says on the paper, he didn't give you nothing. Oh. <laughs> now, Costello, tell me what you see on that sheet. Not until you get the sheet of music from Manny. Uh, give me a sheet of music. That's fine. Now, tell me, tell me what you see on that sheet of paper. Um, take a good look. What do I see? I see a bunch of flies sitting on a fence. No. <laughs> Those are flies. Those are notes. Maddie Melnick wrote this music. Did he write it in bars? Uh, personally, Maddie wrote this. He wrote this song in 32 bars. 32 bars. He wrote the music. No wonder his music is so staggering. <laughs> now, now, Costello. He should know better than to write music in bars. Why don't he do is cut up at home like other musicians? Now, wait a minute, Costello. Maddie Melnick is a great songwriter. Mm. I was with Maddie last night when he wrote a song in, in four flats. In four flats? Yeah, certainly. Are you, you you guys sure get around, don't you? No, 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 you idiot. Four flats is the key in the key the song is written in. Matty used the key of four flats. Matty Malik has the key to four flats? That's right. Does his wife know about this? <laughs> when I say Matty wrote a song in four flats, I don't mean the kind of flats you live in. I mean the kind of flats you play in. And the number of flats gives you the key. And Maddie's key is four flats or eight flats. Oh, you mean the flats that Maddie plays in ain't the kind of flats he lives in because the key of the flats he plays in is four flats and the flat he lives in has nothing to do with the other four flats? Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I didn't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Abbott, you've got a lot of nerve discussing these subjects with me. Why, I happen to be an opera star. I'll never forget my first concert in Carnegie Hall. The house was... Packed with Mink and Ermin. It was? I wish there'd have been some people there. <laughs> what did you sing? An old Western ballad that I wrote myself entitled Who Spilled the Beer on the Stove or Home on the Rain. Why don't you such a good singer? Why don't you sing something right now? Okay, I will. A lazy Mary, will you get up? She said, Mother, I'm not able. Her mother said, You've got to get up. We need the seat for the table. <laughs> Costello, that was horrible. Yeah, Costello, if you really want to sing on this program, why don't you take some lessons? Now, my piano player is a great vocal coach. Come on over here, Herbert. Just, uh, just a minute, just a minute. Just a minute, Malnick. This guy is a vocal teacher? Yes, I am, Costello. When I get through teaching you singing, you'll never forget me either. 
Oh, I'll be the light of your life. I'll be the light of your soul. Put on your hat. The light is shining in my face. Shame <laughs> on you, Costello. Are you trying to insinuate that Herbert is bald? Take a gander at that age there, David. This guy wasn't born. He was hatched. <laughs> oh, never mind him, Herbert. Do you think you, think you can teach Costello how to sing? I should be able to. I taught Lassie how to sing. Lassie was a dog. You're human? Now, for the first lesson, you've got to remember, the voice has got to be brought up from the diaphragm. You know where your diaphragm is? I haven't worn one of those things since I was a baby. No, no. Will you pay attention? I'm going to teach you now. Your voice must be brought up from the diaphragm through the larynx up here, see? Now, down here is your diaphragm. Now, follow me. See? I place my hand down here on your diaphragm. You got it? Then I move it up to your larynx up here. See? Through the esophagus. Then my hand goes up and down. Uh, larynx, diaphragm, esophagus, esophagus, larynx, diaphragm, larynx, diaphragm, esophagus, up and What's the matter? I, I... What are you laughing about? Are you tickling? Only around the frying pan. No. That's the diaphragm. Now, you've got a very, very magnificent voice. Now, tell her you have a magnificent voice. You me, brother. You've got a good voice, but you've got to bring it out. You've got to have full, round tones. Now, I want you to sing the vowels O and E together, like O, E, O, E, O, E, come on. Right 
the first four-row back. I'm going to break this guy like a veal puppet. <laughs> you know you got white stretches? <laughs> oh, you're the crap if you blew my face. To what my mama taught. What your mother taught you? Go ahead. Let me see it. Well, where did I get the money? What did your mother teach you? Here's what my mama teach me. Hurry up, Costello. We're on in just a second. That's right, Abbott, but here's a small place to show off Susan Miller. Let's get her to sing a song. Okay, Costello. Ladies and gentlemen, here's our singing star, Susan Miller, with the music of Maddie Malnick. Presents 
Sam Cello, Private Detective. Capo does away with shaving altogether. No brush, no lather. Just rub simple shaving cream on your face. Your whiskers grow inside your mouth, and you can bite them off. <laughs> Scientific laboratory tests prove that more doctors smoke Scrapo than any other shaving cream. <laughs> Men, enter the Scrapo shaving cream $50,000 cash prize contest. It's called Start the Music. <laughs> Here's all you have to do. Get a 35-piece orchestra together in your home. Have them start playing. And if we call you and we guess what they're playing, you send us $50,000. <laughs> and now to the adventures of Sam Trouble, private detective. Yes, I'm Sam Trouble. Sam Trouble, private detective. People ask me how I became a detective. I guess it came natural. I've always liked to follow people. When I was a kid, I always followed girls. I don't know why I did it. Now I'm growing up, and it's different. I know why I did it. <laughs> Things are quiet in my little office, so I decided to brush my teeth. I remember my dentist's advice. Brush the back of your teeth. So I brushed the back of my teeth the hard way. The hard way. I stick the toothbrush through my ear. <laughs> I walk over to the pencil sharpener on the wall and start turning the handle. I realize I have forgotten something. Taking my long, pointy finger out of the sharpener. <laughs> I go to my desk to get a pencil. It's mighty warm in my little office. I'm perspiring, so I mop my brow. Putting the mop back in the bucket. I realize it's time for lunch. I take a Charlotte Russe out of my lunchbox. I just finished the Russe, settled down to enjoying Charlotte. <laughs> then the phone rang. Hello? This is Muggsy Mulligan speaking. I'm coming over to get you, Bulldog Drummond. My name ain't Bulldog Drummond. It's Sam Shovel. Oh, change your name, eh, Bulldog? like this, I wish my pal, Lieutenant Abbott of the Homicide Squad, was here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Brush my teeth too hard. <laughs> Lieutenant Abbott is the cop who solved the famous Hollywood jewel robbery case. He solved it the hard way. The hard way. He's confessed. <laughs> Hello, Sam Shovel. It's my buddy, Lieutenant Abbott. I think he's worried. He's wrinkling his brow and screwing up his face. You don't have to wrinkle his brow. His face is screwed up the way it is. Sam, <laughs> this is the filthiest looking office I've ever seen. What is that lump lying on the floor in that corner? That's a man. He's been lying on the floor in that corner for five days. 
I think he's dead. <laughs> what makes you think he's dead? When I dust him, he don't wiggle. Damn. Who is that beautiful girl in that picture on your desk? Lieutenant, that gorgeous creature is a Pasadena society girl. I remember the day I met her. I could tell she was an aristocrat. She had classy beauty. Bowing low, I softly said to her, Cigar? <laughs> what did she say? Thanks. <laughs> I'll smoke it after dinner. <laughs> Look, Sam. Somebody threw a rock through the window. I'll examine the window. <laughs> mm, this is worse than I thought. What is it? The window is broken on both sides. No <laughs> sense, Sam. What does the note say? It says that you two guys are smart. You'll start traveling right away. Who's it signed by? The Santa Fe Railroad. <laughs> 